Father, listen to our earnest prayer. Jesus prayed it years ago that the glory you had given him we would somehow come to know. So make us one according to your In heaven it will be Fill us with the truth and righteousness You desire the world to see Let your glory and Hey, welcome to the Surrender All at Jesus radio show on Joy 1340. My name is Richard Schweigler, and guys, we got an awesome show for you today. So uh, let's get uh, right into my sponsor, and then we'll go right into the show. If you guys have listened to the show before, the sponsor is Nexus Resolution. They do all kinds of remodeling. They do new construction, construction on your houses, also construction on commercial properties, and they also do landscaping. The cool thing about this is that, one, they sponsor this show, which is a really good thing, and the other thing is is that most of the proceeds that they make that goes into an account and they're trying to get a dream center set up here in the Milwaukee area. So, and you guys all know that that's kind of core in my, in my heart to do that mm-hmm. too. So, um, if you can, if you're doing any kind of remodeling, your bathrooms, your basements, uh, your roof, well, whatever it may be, landscaping, because it's really nice outside right now and people are going to want to do those kind of things, uh, give them a call. They're telephone number and if you guys are driving please do not take this down it is 414-881-6299 that's 414-881-6299 the owner's name is chuck and uh, you can also check them out at nexusresolution.com. All right, guys. So I have someone all the way from Texas, and uh, she's on Skype right now. So, and a lot of you guys, if you're listening, you know, a really good way to kind of watch this show, you can listen to it on the radio like you guys are right now. But you can also watch this streamed live on Facebook every Thursday at 230 p.m. Central Time. So that's another way to do it. And if I have like out-of-state guests, what I do is I I do it through Skype and then you can actually see these people talking and kind of get a, a better idea of who they are, right? So uh, the person I'm going to have on the show today is Pastor Michelle Francisca Cohen, and she is a pastor down in Texas. And Michelle, what's the name of your church that you belong it's to? It's called the Church at Trophy Lakes. And the Church of Trophy, Trophy Lakes. Lakes. Trophy Club, Texas. And it's a beautiful, beautiful little family church fantastic senior pastor with amazing preaching. Excellent. So if you're in the area, come on out. Excellent. Guys, what we're going to be talking about today is our identity 
in God. And Pastor Michelle wrote a book called Arise, and I'm going to have her talk about it, of course, but I'm going to give you a synopsis. It's basically a lot of her testimony of how she came up with her identity and the things that she went through. And I'm telling you guys, this book is amazing because it not only backs up her testimony, but it underlines it with scriptures of how she changed and how God just transformed her life, right? So. Yeah. And uh, and the other thing, too, is she wrote a really awesome book called Love Song Poems of Connection. And a lot of you guys know me. And if you don't, uh, I'm a country guy, but I live in the north. Not too much into poetry, but guys, this is really, really good stuff. There's something that Holy Spirit's been doing with me for several, several years is softening my heart and, um, and to, it, almost to the ability to, when I'm speaking to someone, man, I'm telling you, I can feel the the, the pain and the things that, that people are going through. Um, and it doesn't take much for me to just start crying. And and it's not a weak thing, guys. It's really because I'm connecting with people. And it, man, a lot of you guys have heard my testimony about last year. It's all about relationships. God is all about relationships with Him and with other people people, right? So these love song poems, oh my gosh, guys, I'm telling you, they're in-depth love about our relationship with Holy Spirit and with Jesus. So it's good stuff. So Michelle, let's start out, give a little bit about where you're at and how you came up to write the book Arise. And for the listeners right now, if you do want to purchase this, if you go on my Facebook page um, and you watch this uh, live Facebook feed, you will see the information. And all you got to do is click on it and uh, that'll bring you right to where you can buy it. I ended up getting it on Kindle, so I ended up doing it that way. So so that's why I did it. Yeah, it's available on Kindle, iBook. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So go ahead, Michelle. You got the platform. Uh, we have about 20 minutes and I'll kind of interject some questions and stuff. But um, so just kind of tell me how you came up with this. I know it's your testimony, but I know the listeners definitely want to hear. So. Oh, sure. Well, thank you, Richard. Yep. Thank you for the honor of being on the show. You know, the word arise is very powerful. I mean, on the one hand, diction- the dictionary definition means to get up. It means to ascend, which I think is uh, significant for us as believers. We're coming into the resurrection power of God. Yeah. It also means to come into being. And I knew, you know, many years ago, I was not living to the best extent that I could. I wasn't living in my full potential. Now, I was doing a lot. Right. I was preaching all around the world. I was ministering. Um, but I knew that there was so much more for me to experience. And I felt that a key to that was truly connecting with who really am I in God? Yeah, is And I love that you brought up two things. I love that you brought up love song poems of connection, because there's a reason why I wanted to talk about connection. And I love that you brought up that A.W. Tozer quote, which is what comes to mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. And, you know, I've reached a place in my life, and you'll read about it in the book, where uh, things weren't as rosy as they could be. And that's just, that's painting a very, very sweet picture. But, you know, the the thing with with any kind of arising or any kind of coming into a better place, the key is don't be looking on the outside or what someone else isn't doing. The key, the turning point is always when we look inward and say, I'm responsible. 
Jeez. you know, let me look at myself. Let me look at where I'm at. What's missing in my life that's brought me to where I am right now right. and allowing this or has invited this yep. or is had brought, you know, brought me to this place. Now, it's not always an overnight turnaround. No. Sometimes we have to sow some good seeds, but enough for me to really take a look at you know, who is God to me? You know, where where is God? I mean, it's simple questions like that, you yeah. know, because we tend to relate to God as though he's outside of us. Correct. You know, and yeah. yet we know that's the contrary is, is well, it's both, you right. know. Uh, the earth is filled with the glory of God. That is something that we need to kind of allow in. But we also, you know, need to remember that God is in us yeah. and very present and there's an integration. And as I was saying yesterday, you know, which little part of us does he live he it's an integrated presence yeah into our body heart and soul and so i'm gonna actually first mention love song poems of connection i wanted to write that book even though it's a poetic uh you know take on right. on things because it's so important that we connect to ourselves yeah it's important because if we're not connecting authentically to ourselves right what are we actually bringing to God in terms of a relationship? Exactly. Yeah, that's and, good. And if you add to that, what is my perception of God? And am I just bringing, you know, ideas that I've been taught over the years? Yeah. And that's the limit of it. That's the whole capacity of it. That's and surface. It's, and, and it's a, so, yeah. yes. Yeah, those are surface. Yeah. version, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is very limiting. Yeah. Then you've got a pretty shallow relationship. Yeah. No matter how teary you might get singing worship songs, no matter how moved you might get through the worship set or the sermon. Or how much you're actually doing for God too, right? There's, yeah, exa- yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yep. exactly. Because yep. if it comes out of obligation, yes. the Bible would call that wood, hay, and stubble. You know, so it's a lot of foundational questions, which which really led me to um, begin to write Arise, to begin to put out what, what it takes the, to equip people, mm. you know, having walked through it myself. What equips us to arise, to come into the fullness of our potential in God? And what enables us, what what barriers do we need to take down? Instead of us perceiving it as I need to get to God or I need to do something to get more of God, we need to flip it around. And this is what I wanted to share. And that we already have all of God. He's given us the kingdom. He's given us himself. Yep. And so it's a question of letting down the barriers in us to allow the presence of God into every intricate place in our hearts and souls. I would agree. And the outworking of that is a vitalized life. Yes, you know? I would agree. There, there's, uh, there, I actually, when, when I went through Kindle and I was reading the book, I kind of highlighted some things. So if you don't mind, I'd like to kind of read a couple things. I think this is on page 123. So it says, sometimes we're too hasty to stuff away the pain that results from distress events. Abandoned pain finds no outlet for grief can become like a cluttered pile of damage and tangled emotions within our hearts. A stragnant, a pool of sorrows that hinders us from feeling and responding healthfully in our relationships. Okay, that, that makes total sense, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, these are all things that we need to really give our attention to yeah. that if we're experiencing pain and we're experiencing perhaps patterns of pain yeah. that are 
sort of different face, different scenarios, yep. same pain, same cycle. It really behooves us if we if we want to progress, if we want to come into the fullness of who we can be, right. to take a look at where does that originate, where does that come from. Yep. And I don't mean a sort of a long, heavy, introspective journey down memory lane into the past. That no. isn't always the better thing to do. I agree. But what we can do is invite Holy Spirit into yeah. the truth of where we're really at because I see that people arise in two ways they arise in their own strength Mm. like a wounded deer dragging you know dragging the wound along Um, and still just buckling up, but it's your, one's own strength, and sooner or later you fall again, yeah. or we can really let the Lord in yeah. and have that true intimate conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and whether or not we have that intimate conversation is going to depend on how we perceive God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes yeah. we will go a lifetime, people will go a lifetime not really having those intimate conversations because yeah. they're afraid of the backhand. Correct. You know, yep. they're afraid of failing. They're afraid of, they're afraid of the very thing, right. you know, that would, that they fear would send them to hell, you mm-hmm. know, which is to, to miss it, to not be good enough. Right. And and so we don't have those conversations with God we, because we perceive him to be outside of us, distant, far off, something that we have to organize our own worth Yes. to even approach him when the absolute complete opposite is the case. I totally agree. I, I yeah. think uh, when I look back at the transition that I went through last year, and we talked a little bit about this too, and, and if you guys have listened to my show at all, you've, you've heard some of it also of, of just that part of my testimony. And um, what I can tell you guys is that my perception of God was very, very wrong. And I, I had this perception of, um, you know, I'm, I'm military, so I was, in, I was a police officer, so I was very good at taking orders and just doing those things and just being obedient in that sense. But I never let him in to really love me. The way he wanted to, and it's yeah. and it's not through the obedience of I need to do this because he wants me to. It's the obedience of doing it because I love him and he loves yeah. me. Yes, and you know it's so interesting. You would say that as I finished the live uh, Facebook live program, I do that I do every Wednesday. Yesterday, you know, I'd run out of time. You know how fast yeah. the time goes yeah, by, and does. you're sharing these things. But I was reminded a little while after we closed out the program of an incident, which I'm going to share next week, and I'd love to share it right now. Sure, I yeah. can remember in terms of authenticity, in terms of really building that intimate trust with God. This was such a life-changing moment for me. I can remember walking from my bedroom to the kitchen and passing through the living room. And I was going through a real sort of um, a deconstruction and a reconstruction and a rebuilding phase in my life, you know, where even my some very uh, deep core beliefs. Right. You know, which really are the very thing that sort of we get established in our early years often or through traumatic experiences or through good experiences, yes, uh, yes. through our parental experience and our what we call our family of origin. Right. These core beliefs get established. And from that time on, they're kind of like our headquarters right. from which we view and perceive the world, perceive God, perceive others and perceive ourselves. Right. 
And I, I just love the, the the way the Holy Spirit can go where nothing else can go, right? Oh, and amen. I can remember walking into the kitchen and hearing the Lord say to me, Michelle, you think you trust me, but you spare me the risk of failing you deep down on the inside of you. You have been sparing me the risk that I will fail you like so many experiences you've had Mm. in your life. And so because that would be the last straw for you, that if God failed you, if your heavenly father failed you for all you've, you've decided that I am (laughs) for all that you've made me up to be in your head for all that you've perceived me to be. If I failed you, that would be the last straw for you. So you spare me that risk. And for that reason, there's an area of your life that you haven't fully let me in. Is that not just, I I tell you what, Richard, I hit the floor. I just was face down on the floor because I knew immediately those, you know, when God speaks to you that way, you don't say, uh, let me think about it. It's like, yes, (laughs) this is true, you know, and it was such an undoing and such a beautiful moment. And I realized in writing Arise, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one that has guarded and and protected and self-protected and self-defended because of experiences that happen along the way and yet we have to come to that place where we're able to step over the threshold of our perception and realize that God is not like that and he is not a man who will lie and he will never leave us or forsake us yeah yeah it's it's an experience though it's not really something you can teach you can present it yeah but then takes a, an experiential step yeah. for each individual yeah. to to embrace and open up and it's a step by step process. Yeah, it's there there is listeners if you guys are listening right now and you know this is touching your heart, you know, just take some time and just allow Holy Spirit to lead you to what that is. And I I'm telling you um God loves you guys so much that he, he wants to reveal those things to you because he wants the more deeper, intimate relationship with you. So just take that time and allow him to do that. I I can tell you the freedom that you're going to get when you do it is off the charts amazing. Um, it's it's unbelievable. I know a lot of the listeners are probably going, yeah, I, I really don't understand that, but Right now, I'm just declaring that those veils are going to be taken away from you if you're thinking that, because I'm telling you guys the freedom of knowing that your dad, my dad, loves us so much that he'll walk through the process and let us do all these really stupid things. And he'll wait for us. I mean, and he waits and he waits and he's like, I mean, for me, it was like one thing after another and. And he finally, he said, this is where I want you to be. And a lot of you guys have heard my testimony about being at church and just like, just on my knees, just bawling because the Holy Spirit just fell. And, and he said, this is where I wanted you to be. Just, just you and me, this is where I wanted you to be. And, and it hit me all these years of doing these things. And all he wanted was just me. He, he didn't, I mean, he loved that I did all this stuff and I was obedient, but he just wanted me. (laughs) 
Oh, that that's amazing? so beautiful, Richard. That's so beautiful. You know, there's a story that I share in Arise. I can see that you're so moved right yeah. now. I am too. First of all, I want to say, you know, faith comes by hearing the word. So, mm-hmm. you know, for those of us who have lived a sort of a peripheral life with God, not truly believing we're connected, yeah. I want to say that in, I share about this in Arise that we are already, there's a spiritual connection that we need to understand and learn about. And that's why I've written this next book. Um, and I share a little bit about that in Arise. But from that basis of connection with God, you know, we can rest assured that God is love and yes. nothing can separate us yeah. from the love of God in Christ. Amen. Not height, nor depth, nor yeah. Death, law, and life, nor yep. anything in all creation, yep. Romans says, can separate us from the love of God. So if we're already not separated, yep. why not just jump in anyway? 100%. Why not just jump in to yep. the saving love, the uh, comforting love of God? Seeing as you're not trying to get to God. God is there already in you, with you, around you, for you, not against yes. you. Yes. So knowing that, yep. that's the perception yep. that changes everything. Yep. Knowing that, that yep. you don't have to get somewhere. You don't have to earn your worth. No. It's already been earned and established for yep. you. Yes. And there isn't even a time frame on that, Richard. It's before the foundation of the earth, yep. Revelation. 13 tells yes. us this is a whole different flip on the kind of the religious message that yeah. so many of us have heard where we we perceive a separation that we have to bridge that gap right it's no. not even something that, that that was a question of in a moment in time the the veil was torn in two indicating that there it is. It's all right there. Correct. Come on in. The water's fine. Correct. Yep. <laughs> you know, and I just love what you were saying, you know, because um, about having to get it all together and that God accepting us and loving us right where we're at. Yeah. I mean, if the, at a time when the ministry was at, at its at its highest, you know, my kids were growing up. Everything looked great on the outside, but there yeah. were some things I was dealing with behind closed doors, you know, which, you know, in that, that type of that type of stuff is usually very isolated and and, yeah. and this, that's the typical scenario. You're kind of isolated. You don't really share. And I can remember just feeling so broken. It was, I couldn't get up in my own strength anymore. Yeah. If the resurrection power of God didn't do a mighty work in me, it was like I, and I remember walking into the living room saying, there's a lot that happens in my living room apparently. <laughs> but I remember walking into the living room and saying, God, I can't get up anymore. Mm. I can't get up this is before I had so much more understanding of my identity and so I was coming from a very raw and probably quite uninformed place even though I had been preaching all around the world and preaching the gospel for years what I have come to know in the last five years supersedes everything that went in the previous 25 easily and I remember saying in that raw broken place I can't get up anymore I can't get up for my kids I can't get up for my family I can't get up for the ministry I can't even get up for you, Lord Jesus. I just wow. want to get down in a pit 
and sit in a pit of darkness because I'm tired and I'm weary and I don't know how to go on. Yeah. And I, it was, it was, I remember saying, you know, if that's all right with you, but it wasn't kind of, it was, I was going to do it anyway. (laughs) That's how at the end of myself I was. And immediately I had this sense, this picture, sort of a picture, you know, when you imagine and something just flashes across your mind and you you see things as they really are in the moment. And it was, it was a beautiful, beautiful picture of Jesus stepping down into my little pit or cave or dark place of sadness and despair. And he got down in there with me. And Richard, he put his arm around me, smiled at me, sat real close, and then rested his feet up against the other side as if to say, darling, yeah. It's all right. Yeah. And and he it was he spoke to my heart and said, "Well, I'd just like to get down in there with you." Yeah. Because I just want to be with you. This is not about what you're doing for me. Let's get you healed up. Let's get get you restored because I care more about you than what you're doing for me. And when you know that, then you're ready to do something. That is it. (laughs) And it's going to be beautiful and it's going to be potent. It's going to be powerful. And he said, when you're ready, I'll get out first and then I'll help you up. Now, Richard, up until that time, I had imagined imagine a Jesus who was who would stand on the edge, clicking his fingers, going, come on, come on already. Yeah. Get up, get up. Mm-hmm. Right. World's waiting. People need you. Right. Get back to service, right. you know. Yep. And uh, But he knows where we're at. Yep. And he truly cares about us yep. more yes. than he cares about these things yep. that are the tyranny of the urgent in yep. our lives yep. and he's simply calling it and it doesn't have to take years and it doesn't no. have to take no. you know a sojourn it into the wilderness it me. simply takes yep. an instant it yep. will just sit and rest yep. in him and let him come in guys if you're listening right now you've got you've heard me talk about this it's the more deeper we go in that relationship with him the more we get filled with holy spirit we become it's in that rest and that rest is what yeah. sustains us to do the things that he wants us to do. If you're weary, is because you need to be deeper in an intimate relationship with him. Just dive deep into that relationship with him. The ministry and things will come, but if you're not filled completely, meaning surrendered all, if you're not filled completely, there's no way you can do the things that he wants to do through you. Because it's through that intimate relationship with him that all these things can happen. And the more intimate, the more deeper, the more miraculous the things he's going to do through you. So guys, it's called Arise. And man, I just want to read something real quick. Arise from your wounds, shake off your ashes, know your value, walk in freedom, live in your vitality, put on your strength and lift up your voice. That's what Arise is all about. So uh, remember, go on my Facebook page, check it out. Also, Love Song, Poems of Connection is awesome stuff. I'm positive this book will help you. Get this book. If you need help getting the book, contact me and I will do that for you. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, it's up to us to change the things that are happening in our cities. It's up to us. God's going to download those plans, those visions, but it starts with that intimate relationship with Him. Guys, remember, surrender all and be a blessing to someone. Let your love 